The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great is on from <coughs> 2 until 3 every single Saturday. And we, it, it, again, just like usual, the pre-show is just as much fun as the show. We are all sharing, before, during the news, moments when somebody in the company <laughs> has done something. <laughs> and and you just think you scratch your head and say, how did you get to work every day? <laughs> okay, and it's usually and usually it's somebody else. But this week on the promotional announcement for making your home great, I said, call us anytime noon to three. Apparently, which is not quite right. Slightly before our show Slightly begins. Slightly before the show. Anyway, making your home great. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens. And Homecraft Windows. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. No, no phones at the table. No. Um, <laughs> uh, we got Joel Worship of Comfort First Coo- Heating and Cooling. How you doing? I'm doing good, but still. A- and as we say about Comfort First, it is a full service HVAC company. Yes. If something breaks with my heater, I'm gonna call you guys. That's right. Air condition, duct work. Give us a call. Really, but. We all spend all Joel's time talking about generators. That's right. We do whole home generators. That is what I do every day, and that's all I do. That's our specialty. You need to have power for HVAC, right? So they can they can fix your air conditioner and then and then give it enough power to run through those storms. That's right. We've <laughs> we've had a terrible situation, mm-hmm. which reminds us all that you know life is a little fragile. Yeah, you gotta you know hold on to. Hold on to the life as as we can, but you know that right now there are people in Kentucky who were not did not have their house destroyed, but they're out of power. Right. There's going to be uh, the infrastructure is down, obviously. Right. In that surrounding areas, and there's definitely going to be, um, you know, there's devastation there, and there's death, and yeah. and we don't want that. But there is infrastructure that is down until. They can get it up and going, I mean, with the debris and everything that's gone on there. So I think of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. When I think of Joel and the generators, mm-hmm. they you know, they live on an island. I, I'll be, I've never been there, but it's just a few feet above sea level because yeah. it's an island and mm-hmm. there are no mountains. So pretty much you're talking about the entire electric grid got wiped out in yes. one day. Yeah. And it's going to be a while for that grid to get it back up. I right. mean, you know. Um, we've seen it with hurricanes here Yes, that part of eastern part of North Carolina, especially they've gone weeks, months before they're, they're totally up online. Right. So you almost don't know when to panic, you know, when the, when the lights go off and you use electricity, you're, you're, you're betting on, Oh, it'll, it'll be back on here in a few minutes. We'll get it back on here in 20, 30 minutes. We'll be okay. Then an hour and then two hours, five hours, two days go by. Now you've lost all the food in the refrigerator. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Does anybody know, Joel, do you know, with the refrigerator door closed, with the freezer door closed, how long is that meat good? About 10 hours. Mm. Really? Now, if it's a hot summer day and that garage is sitting in your garage where my, yeah, yeah. my freezer is, right. it's probably going to be less than that. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, 
this time of year, we the weather is 70 degrees one day, 38 the next day, <laughs> yeah, 50 yeah, yeah. the next day. And I, this time of year, you go out to customers' houses, and they, they want that generator, but they're like, you know, the weather's so nice. I just don't know if I want to invest in it right now. But when it's hurricane season, that's the first phone call you get is, can we get a generator tomorrow? Yeah, no. and you're booked out two months that's at that right. point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. All right, I had a call during the previous show it's my fault i gave out the number and said you know <laughs> call call making your home great then noon to three um and i just want to inform the listener that the person you were asking about was lee roach of exp realty and she was on last week it was a great interview she does she's the senior realty specialist which is not to say that she's either older or that she's been there so long she's graduated at a senior level. Her tech her area of company with EXP Realty is seniors. So that's what you're looking for. And the, the, the caller wanted to know how to spell it. It is EXP um, and the X is capitalized for reasons we do not understand. Um, <laughs> but Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows is here. How you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's a beautiful Saturday outside. Is it? Uh, you know, I've been inside for a while. Did the sun come out? It did. Finally came out. Uh, a little windy, but it's it's turned out to be a nice day. It is a beautiful day today. Yeah. All right. Good. I just noticed something in my house. I have a. I, I call it a mother-in-law suite. It's really not. It's the world's shortest hallway leading to two bedrooms, mm-hmm. with a bathroom between. I just noticed. That in the master bath, I don't have to step into the shower. I'm basically stepping just three inches up into the shower. Just a little tiny lip. Yep. The other ones have got a standard shower. Or, no, standard bathtub. Right. Mm-hmm. My 80-something-year-old mother-in-law does not need to be stepping into that. No, that is uh, that is very dangerous for, uh, for for the older population. So what can we do? Uh, so you can take that tub out, turn it into a, a nice low prow, low profile threshold walk-in shower. So um, shower thresholds over the years have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. So our standard height now is is three inches. Is that? Um, it is. All right. Yeah. I would still find a way to trip over that. <laughs> yeah, I I believe it. I, I it just uh, if it if it can be tripped over, I'm the guy that's going to trip over it. I used to own. A- a bathtub. This was in the master bath, and it had a sliding door. Mm-hmm. Okay, and with a sliding door, it has a track. Okay, and I would bang my foot on that thing every single time, mm-hmm. getting in and out. And the worst part was the sliding door, two sliding doors. It created a situation where you, if you were trying to wash a dog, you could spray the front of the thing, but the dog would walk to the back, and you couldn't reach them. I mean, there's a lot of people with this design feature that the bathtub's outdated. Well, Time to get rid of it. Speaking of design feature, okay, one of the things that uh, I hear the most are customers and even family members that are complaining about trying to clean the inside of the shower. Yeah. If you have a client that says, look, I want the shower to look great, but I also don't want there to be all of these little crevices that I've got to spend a lot of time cleaning. What kind of products do you normally recommend to those customers that make it easier to, to clean the inside of the shower, maybe not use certain types of tile uh, that, that grit and grime can build up on? Mm-hmm. What are your, your solutions for that? 
so we use a lot of panel products mm-hmm. um, like acrylic, uh, engineered marbles. Uh, we have some other composite uh, material we use as well, but they come in large sheets. So if you can imagine a, a typical tub or shower enclosures, three walls. Yeah. Um, so you've only got that one vertical seam in each corner and then the, uh, the horizontal seam where it meets the top of the tub or shower pan. So you're eliminating all that grout and all that maintenance. A lot of people don't think about that when they're building the shower. I mean, I've, yeah. I've seen clients that have this brand new, beautiful $10,000, you know, <laughs> bathroom remodel. And the, f- the first thing they're complaining about is, oh, it's so difficult to clean some of these corners. And, yeah. and you know, this stuff doesn't buff out the way I thought it would. You know, that's those are answers you want to get before you drop that kind of money. Right. And it's not just about how it looks. It's also the, the functionality of the shower. Right. I, I believe that... Michael has been removing a fair number of large bathtubs, like garden tubs. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Every is week it, we're taking them out. Is it the kind of thing that you need to bust it up in order to get it through the door? Well, most of the large oversized uh, you know, garden tubs that they put in the master bathrooms are usually either made out of fiberglass or some type of acrylic or cultured marble. So yeah. uh, I mean, we'll cut them into pieces and just walk them out the door. You know, and unless you have an 80-gallon water tank, I mean, you're not going to be filling up that bathtub with hot water anyway. You're going to run out of uh, hot water about halfway through. Absolutely. Uh, Now, if you have a tankless, you know, that is one of the benefits of the tankless system is you can get continual hot water. But if you don't have a tankless water heater, those big tubs, you just, you're never going to fill it up all the way with hot water. You run out. My wife will carry pots and pans of hot water from the stove <laughs> to our bathtub just to top it off. To top it off the to water make it warm. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. If you've got a bathtub, if you, you're going to ask yourself this question. When's the last time I took a bath in the tub as opposed to, like most adults do, a shower? Mm-hmm. The young children are afraid of the shower. I get this. Adults can go in the shower with no trouble. Get consider pulling out that bathtub. What else is it? What else are you doing in the bathrooms? Well, I mean, <clears throat> not only uh, you know, not only we take a lot of garden tubs out, but uh, we've seen you know over the past couple months this uh, this really big. Uh, push for people wanting multiple shower heads so um <laughs> and yeah they, and they make they make a mixing valve with a built-in diverter so you can run you know that oversized rain head you can run a hand shower um you know independently or together and stuff so it's uh we've seen a, a real big interest in that over the past few months i'm dirty in the front and the right <laughs> and, and the, the bottom and, and the back side <laughs> right uh, you know and I, i've got a funny story about that we we renovated a customer's shower many many years ago this is not something that i do anymore but she had a big elaborate shower and she wanted the rain shower head and I think there were two additional shower heads that she requested that uh, that shower have. So I think it had a total of three shower heads. Now, she had a very large water heater. Okay, we installed that when we were doing the renovation. But she, she was confused that when she turned all of her shower heads on at the same time, she would run out of hot water so quickly. Yes. And I try to tell people, you can have a whole bunch of shower heads, but if you're running them all at the same time, you were using three times the hot water you would use in a normal hot shower. So you can deplete that very, very quickly. Well, Try not, to use one or the other. Not just that. you got to consider the water flow volume that you're going to be taking. Most bathrooms are just fed with one three-quarter line and then splices down or taps down to half inch. You you put multiple yeah. shower heads, you better take that water volume consideration because you may be having to upsize that main water line to one inch. That's right. Just for the shower purposes. 
I want one of them. <laughs> I want one of them. I just I want to be. I want music in there. Okay. I want. I want alternate lighting. You can do that. They, I, they have yeah. shower heads with built-in Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Even the fan over the toilet. Yeah. You know the, the you know the, yeah. the the fan. They they sell those now that will hook up your Bluetooth to your smartphone and you can listen to Pandora in there. Mm-hmm. That's all. They're getting pretty fancy with these things. Yes. With the fan? Uh, the fan. It, it's a, one of those recirculating fans in the bathroom, but it actually has speakers and uh, mm-hmm. hooks up to your cell phone. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Uh, there was a time when my wife bought a, a garbage can that flipped up when you when you waved your hand in front of it. We got one. You got one? I, yeah, I know you hate it. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Every time you walk by, it opens it up. It opens up and scares you. <laughs> Here, Three in the morning, the trash was, cans open. And it opens up. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. All right. I'm waving my hand in front of it. And I can't get it. I pull it open, put the garbage in there, and I walk by it. It, it opens. opens. Yeah. It's like a big attitude thing. Yeah. <laughs> the garbage candle. I want my bathroom hooked up to Bluetooth. You can That's, do that. Uh, this is what I was. I, I used to say. You know, the toughest part about this garbage can was hooking it up to the internet. <laughs> you know. Now you can even put in a uh, mixing valve. Uh, Moen, who was our primary plumbing supplier, we use. They have a uh, what they. So basically, you have two different lines of uh, digital mixing valves that, again, you hook up to your cell phone, and uh, you can be sitting at your kitchen table and cut the water on. What's the What's a digital mixing fan? Mixing Mi- valve. Mix, mixing valve. Mixing yeah. valve, yeah. That's it what, I tempers can... the water from hot to cold. Mm-hmm. Right. It's what you're using to adjust. So like most showers, we used to have hot and left, yeah. cold. Now you got a on, and then it's full volume, and then right. right below it or beside it, you'll have your mixing valve that controls your your temperature. So you're telling you're telling me I can turn the shower on and get it warmed up from my couch. Oh yeah. See, <laughs> we're finally in the future. And you can you can literally dial <laughs> okay. the temperature into a specific degree. Okay, what? can you pretty interesting? Can you can you hook it up to Alexa? You can. You can. You can. <laughs> Alexa, turn on my shower. <laughs> Alexa, flush my toilet. Yeah. All right, let's let's push the <laughs> limits on this show. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Call right now and get a question for Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. He can tell you anything about mold or insulation. Uh, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. He wants to talk more about generators. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. Ask him about anything. Uh, in the house but you know windows and baths and kitchens especially and i will give you a gift certificate to uh, high park bar and grill courtesy of making your home great fm uh, 98.5 forgot it for a moment fm 98.5 am 680 wptf making your home great fm 98.5 am 680 wptf telephone number 919-860- Nine seven eight three. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. Rock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Joel, I got a question. We're talking about the twenty first century. We, yeah. and in fact, even off air, Michael told some stories about some some bathroom products that are just out of this world. When the power goes out, I'm not doing anything. To get the generator on, if I've got your system? No, the way our system works, uh, uh, once your 
here. Uh, generator has power sensing technology. Once the power, it doesn't even have to be all the way out. I right. mean, if your power is flickering, if your power's um, uh, dying down just a little bit, you know, yeah. from you know voltage drop it. or brownout or whatever, the generator automatically will start up. Right. Uh, within within a minute, the generator is powering the whole house. It automatically is going to transfer the power, and then when the power is restored. It's going to cut the generator, you know, it's going to cut itself off and then restore the power back to the utility. And what, once a week it starts up on its own, right? Once a week it's going to do exercise, and the exercise that uh, we perform on our generators is is seconds. It's not minutes. Uh, the whole purpose of an exercise yeah. uh, is mainly just to verify that the battery's got enough current to start the generator, run the generator, get enough oil to the top head of the engine, and then cut right back off. And if there's something wrong with it? Our generators are Wi-Fi monitored, so we're able to see these generators through apps on our phone. Uh, they're hooked up to our computer system at our, our office. Our technicians have them uh, in their trucks. Uh, the generator is going to let you know. It's going to notify the homeowner. It's going to notify us yeah. uh, if we do have a fault, if we do have an alarm, if it's time for a maintenance, uh, if it's time for the battery to be checked any any type of default that we want to set up on that a customer's account will get yeah. a notification for it i gotta tell the news department about you guys because you really honestly and this would be uh, educational right for the news department when a statewide storm blows across the state or there's an ice storm mm -hmm. you actually have pretty good data about where it's worst well we have generators all the way from the mountains of North Carolina to the coast of North Carolina. So with 90% of our generators being Wi-Fi monitored, we're able to see what the wind shear would be on a storm coming across from western, westernly to easterly. We yeah. can see where the powers are going out. So we can see it. Um, oh my gosh. It's interesting. And with the Wi-Fi monitoring that we have, the technology, it's not, it, it's not only monitoring that generator, but it's also monitoring the weather as well is it really it's it's downloading a system through uh, the national weather service so it's actually showing us on on our laptop is we actually can see what that weather front is unbelievable we've got skip in raleigh joining us skip thank you very much for calling thank you for taking the call a you're welcome about generators and i think while i was talking to your um, screener uh, you probably helped you probably answered the question i just couldn't hear it but that's okay. And, and after the initial installation expense and all, what is the what is the maintenance involved? And is that something the homeowner can do? Is that something that needs to be um, done by the uh, professional? Uh, is it annual? Is it monthly? Is it what? what what's the after initial uh, installation? Uh, well. On our on our generators, particularly um, the maintenance, we would like for us to be out there once a year as a preventative situation. But maintenance is based off hours of runtime versus like an air conditioned system. You would want uh, a maintenance done every season, you know, on your spring season and your fall season. But on a generator, it's based off of hours of runtime. Now, the homeowner, um, if they can, if they know how to change oil on their lawnmower, they can they can change the oil on the on the generator they can change the air filter uh, they can change the fuel filter anything like that but there's other specifications that in torque specs that need to be checked that really the dealer needs to take care of the 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 valves need to be lashed um, and then all these generators all generators have a controller and that controller has software in it and 
that software needs to be checked, verified, and updated. And the only way that that's going to be done is uh, through the dealer. So it's recommended that you can go and do your general maintenance, but if you want to get into a more specific, uh, more detailed maintenance, you, you want to go through a dealer. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, Skip. You have won a gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, fried chicken, prime rib, $6 burger on Fridays. They got a special menu for those folks who've been out late after midnight. It, it looks like a snacky kind of thing. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Skip. Thank you. All right, I know we've got somebody else. I, this is Kathy. Kathy, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I need the phone number of the guy that removes the garden tubs and replaces. Oh, Michael, what's your number? Uh, you can reach us at our office. It is 919-231-7181. And, uh, 7181. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Kathy, thank you for the phone call. It's so good to hear that. You're, you're doing the garden tubs every week, huh? Every week. Every, <laughs> every week. I think last week, if I checked the schedule, I think we pulled three. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. It's it's like talking to, uh, it's like talking to over oh, the painter, uh, Finch, Finch, Brian Finch, mm-hmm. Finch. How many uh, popcorn ceilings have you done this week? Oh, he says I've lost track. I've lost track. All right, this is making your home great. We continue after our news. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Go ahead and call us up. We've got more food. Um, The $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill is yours if you are caller number one when you call. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. Michael, I want to talk about windows. Um, how old do you consider a window to be, you know, time to be re- replaced? Home from the 90s. Ab- absolutely. Yes? Yeah. Why? Well, so uh, in the, the 90s is when you started to see a lot more double-pane windows kind of going into construction, new homes sure. and things yeah. of that nature. Um but the technology just in the glass, the spacer bar between the glass, even right. the uh, even the the chambers and the way they make the the new vinyl frames or even a, a composite frame, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, are are a hundred times better than they were back then. Really? Oh, absolutely. The now, I would like a different look than what I have right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just you know spitballing here. Can I make? Can I have something that looks like wood in the inside? Oh it's, yeah. Yeah, that's not wood. You it's, know what I'm saying? It's not wood. Yeah, they have uh, interior laminates you can do. So if you wanted something to look like cherry, uh, yeah. we have that. Um, but we can also on our composite window line, we actually have a true uh, pine interior laminate on that that can be stained or painted after it's installed. Hmm. Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I I like it because you know there's a lot that's being offered that's I don't know inferior. You know, and I don't want an, I don't want inferior on my house. I want a, a upper line. What's the good What's the good company you're doing business with? Uh, the our window supplier. Yeah. Uh, so we have a partnership with Interstate Windows. Uh, okay. They're, they're located up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, uh, they God, they've been building windows. I think since the 1950s. Right. So been around a long time. All right. Um, 
you're doing a lot of baths. You're doing a lot of kitchens too? Not a lot of kitchens. Uh, we kind of we got so busy in bathrooms and replacement windows, we kind of had to step back from kitchens for a little while. And yeah. you know, we've done a few for you know just past customers uh, of ours on either bath or window. But as far as you know, new kitchen business, we kind of put the brakes on that just until we got caught back up on on the other side. And I want to make the point that your company is in a position you, you you are in a position that if you find something dicey in a bathroom because i know everybody fears you know what's underneath the tub you don't know when it's leaking brock will notice it before somebody else he goes under the house yeah we see that a lot a lot Do of le- you, a lot of leaking tubs and the damage from a leaking tub can be massive are you ready to take care of that absolutely absolutely we run into it not very often but i mean there's i mean a couple weeks ago we went to a customer's house to put in do we we're going to do a tub shower conversion and replace their uh their floor with some lvp yeah and uh so we pulled the toilet and the previous homeowner had just basically they had a cast old cast iron flange that had cracked and broken off at some point and they it's siliconed well that's a a pvc flange to the floor which didn't work because they did it wrong <laughs> and it the entire subfloor in the bathroom uh, had to be taken out we had to shore up floor joist and uh and i mean it it was a it was a couple thousand dollars just to repair that what is uh what is the actual or average time of a bathroom standard upgrade yeah so i mean if you're looking at just the if you if you like look to at do a shower replacement just the shower could be as little as one day but you know we usually most of ours usually two days wow that's pretty good so pretty fast I can wait two days without a shower. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> a lot of us have two showers in the house. Right. You know, just for oh, that. that's right. I have another shower. I have yeah. I have told my children, you know, when they were running around, they did and knocking on the door. I said, I paid extra for a house with two bathrooms. <laughs> Don't you knock on this door. Yeah. Please go locate the other one. Locate the other. It's got to be somewhere around here. All right, Michael Schweitzer, Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Brock, I want you to brag about that new product that's going to replace an old product. And the old product was more expensive. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. This time of year, we're getting two types of phone calls. Customers complaining about how cold it is inside the house. Yeah how cold their floors are, is there anything they can do to improve the crawl space to keep a little warmer under the house so their floors aren't ice cold. Uh, But one of the materials that we have that's a proprietary material now, um, very excited about it. It is the cheapest cost of any of the materials that can be used to encapsulate a crawl space, and it works just as well as the others. We've already installed a little bit over 100 homes with it. We're getting amazing feedback from our clients. Everybody seems to love it. They love the price. That's one of the things that jump out to them. But, you know, you can get on our website and track down the photos of this new stuff. Even the code inspectors are coming out to these projects when they're completed and going, whoa, this stuff is great. Passes code, looks good, does a great job. And it passes code because it has an R value of what? So in a crawl space, if you want to encapsulate your crawl space, you're required by code to insulate the walls with R10 or better. Uh, Now, for the last 20 years, our only two options have been spray foam and rigid foam board. There's a bunch of different types of rigid foam board, but those have been the two two options. 
Uh, we've been working with manufacturer for the last several years, trying to design a product that boasts an R10 on masonry wall in a crawl space or basement. Mm -hmm. And about six months ago, we achieved that. We got the ASTM certification that came back, and it boasts a R10 on masonry walls, so it passes code in the Metroplex, and it is, I don't know, dollar twenty a square foot cheaper than wow. the spray foam, which was the cheapest of the options to encapsulate. Right. Well, your average crawl space has about 700 square feet of outside-facing walls, so right. if we're saving you a dollar twenty a square foot on 700 square feet, we're talking about a huge difference right. when it comes to overall cost. It's going to replace the spray foam for it, you it, anyway. It, well, we're, we still have all three as an option. So yeah. if a homeowner wants to do spray foam, uh, we can definitely help them out with that. Uh, but a lot of the customers are saying, well, wait a minute. So this this is cheaper, works just as well, right. still passes code. Why would I not go with it? Spray foam, you and your family have to be out of the house for 24 hours. So when we get done spray foam in the crawl space, you cannot come home till 24 hours later is, it, is that because of smell and it's curating yeah when yeah. foam is uh, uh curating it, it is off gassing which can be harmful to your health the new material nothing you can be at home while we're installing it everything is already cured yeah no issues it, it checks all the boxes and it's a board right? it is a rollout product oh, with a is. lot of rigidity so it oh, is okay. very rigid but it has extruded foam in between two layers of uh, reflective vapor barrier proof insulation and you got your hands on it uh we do we Good. finally got our first shipment okay. our second shipment's been sitting in the la port since august <laughs> Uh, this shipment we, we got smart with and had it come through Wilmington, and it just flew right through Wilmington. Wow. So we're going to try to take advantage of that before everyone else figures out when Wilmington Shh. Port is open. I was actually in, uh, where was I? I was on the coast, and I saw one of those big, I'm like, wait a minute, this port's not open, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so in studio is Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. You just heard from Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Mm -hmm. Joel, this this idea of a whole house generator, that's that's just for rich people, isn't it? No. 90% of our customers are middle class, uh, $80,000 yeah. of income or less. Really? Yes. Uh, you know, we're dealing with people that have uh, their families are at home, yeah. uh, your multiple kids. It, yeah. They just can't get up and go somewhere. They don't have any, you know, they're, they're transients. In other words, they're from uh, a different state. They don't sure. have anybody here. So if the power goes out, they're, they're living in misery because where else are they going to go? Yeah. So we're seeing uh, more of them uh, type customers come in and getting generators. But the biggest thing that we're seeing right now is since COVID, people are working at home. They're not going back to an office. Right. They're going to stay at home. Uh, and so... For them to do that, they can. They're going to get a generator, and I I don't know if that's something that's personal choice or if companies are putting incentives for, but they might. You know, who knows? But you know, we're doing generators for that type of customer. Well, and think about if you have a well. I mean, there's well, yeah. everybody here in the the Metroplex doesn't have a well, but a lot of them do. Yeah. I mean, we're a, a pretty high percentage. Well, if the power goes out. You don't have any water either. Yeah. Right. There's nothing powering your, your pump. So you're not just losing power. You're losing all of your water. Your septic 
If you have a septic and you have no power, I mean, there's a lot of things that can go Wait, wrong. There's a septic? There's a subdivision. We all see them. Yeah. They're all over, you know, Wake County where they're building two or 300 homes at a time, right? Yeah. And they're massive three-floor homes, you know, three, four bathrooms, but they got a sewer pump on them mm-hmm. because they're on the side of a hill and they got this massive basement. Everybody wants a basement, but the street is above the grade of the house, so they're pumping their sewer. Yeah, they got city water, so they don't have to worry about electricity. Wait, but, wait. But they got a sewer pump. Wait a How minute. Are they gonna, they're still. Right. Okay, wait a minute. I'm from the country. Right. I'm just a small town guy. I got a septic tank, but I assume it's gravity fed. Right. I some assume are. when I push the. Some are, some aren't. I live some out in the country. Grinders. Yeah, some of them have grinders. I live in the. I live out in the country. I don't want to. I don't want to specifically understand what a grinder is. <laughs> or but a I lifter. guess I kind of. I guess I kind of. My dad had a pump on his septic. Mm-hmm. You don't want to run out of electricity under those circumstances. Well, you're going to be really uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, there's. You're going to be leaving that toilet unflushed. And there's <laughs> and there's sub pumps. Mm-hmm. Sump, underneath mm-hmm. houses That's yeah right. you, did i say it right yeah sump pump basin french drain if um, a lot of customers here have sump pumps in their crawl spaces and the event any water gets down there you want to wait for it to pump it out well the other thing too is ties into what brock was saying earlier yeah is uh, more and more people now are taking care of their crawl space because they know it's the life of their home mm-hmm. it's for their it's for their breathing it's for their functionality for their hvac systems and it's and it's for their comfort sure there's going to be a sump pump down there yep. there's probably going to be a dehumidifier down there there's going to be operations of equipment down there that if during a power outage are really going to do more damage when they're not running yeah then it, because everything's been installed and and, and engineered for that way than they were before any of those crawl spaces were encapsulated. We install radon remedia- uh, remediation fans. So these are fans that are installed underneath the vapor barrier in your crawl space. So if yeah. you have a high radon content underneath the home, this fan actually has a negative pressure pull, mm-hmm. pulls a lot of the air out from underneath the plastic. It's ported through the exterior wall, yeah. and it displaces that air outside. Now, we don't have a lot of homes here in the Metroplex that are having issues with radon, but for those that do and have a radon mitigation system installed under the home, that's all electric. Right. You lose electricity, now that's not running. Your pump's not running. You don't have water because you're on a well. Mm -hmm. It can cause a lot of problems. So these these generators are... Look, now, let me ask you something. Do you guys have a payment plan? Is this something they have to come out with all the money up front, or can they? We have tons of financing that we're able to do. Yeah. Uh, and there's not many companies that have that, um, but we do. Uh, so, no, you don't have to come out and just have one lump sum of a, of a, of a ticket. You know, right. we're very flexible. And I, got, I have to ask the question because I asked Brock, can you get your hands on the generators? We I ha- mean, you got them? Yeah, we have generators in stock. Now, we're very fortunate because we have never ran out, and yep. we ordered. It was luck of the draw. We had big orders coming in before COVID, and mm-hmm. we've had them coming in since. So, Good. we, you know, that that is not a problem. Putting generators in is not a problem. Okay. All right. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Your number, your now, telephone number. 919 yeah. 1777. Oh, I got it down. 919 1777. That's 
Comfort First Heating and Cooling. It is, and I remind people every time, mm-hmm. it is an HVAC company, but, you know. We do have a full-time generator division. It's a separate division within our company. Good. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens. We're going to talk to you in just a minute about toilets. Mm-hmm. You mind talking about them? We can talk about <laughs> we toilets. Right in, right in the, My no, favorite topic. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Toilets. Oh. Let's do it. Well, you got to have one that works. Le, <laughs> That's true. Let me just tell you about the one I got. Never mind. This is Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And I think the phone is ringing and somebody might just win some food from us. Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Joel Schweitzer, sorry, Joel Worsham of Comfort First. Joel Schweitzer. Just don't forget what I said. Remember what I said earlier. I'm trying to meet everybody's expectations by lowering everybody's expectations. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Janet from Johnston County who answered the call for more questions about toilets. Hey, Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi, everyone. What's up? I have a question about the toilet. Yes. I flush it, and then afterwards I hear noise. Does that mean there's air in the line? So it, it probably has something to do with the amount of actual you, – you're probably your fill valve level needs to be adjusted would be my the first thing that I would check if you're hearing like a gurgling noise. Is that what you're hearing? Well, it's gurgling. You mean gurgling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said you, it's making a noise after you flush it, correct? Yeah, or yeah. either um, it hasn't been flushed uh, maybe in – four hours or so and mm. you hear a noise go um, you know like something's passing through can you imitate it, the sound janet um no we don't need <laughs> yeah. i like that no <laughs> yeah. we didn't need you to do that i just thought it would be entertaining it's worth a good shot it's not a high hissing sound is it it's uh yes it's a it's um it just sounds like there's a release. Could huh. be could be the seal. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a couple of things that could be. Yeah, I mean the the, the tank of a toilet's pretty simple. You've got a fill valve and a flapper. I right. mean that's that's all you really have. Uh, so I mean, next time you hear it, I'd go lift the lid on the the the, the tank and, and and just kind of observe what's going on in there. Uh, okay. Or maybe after or you flush it, you lift it up and look in there. She doesn't want to do that. She's afraid of what she's going to find. Well, she, she oh. probably, she probably could, does need yeah, to call a plumber. But, could reach out to a plumber. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's that flap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had to replace that flap in my toilet a couple of times. And if the it doesn't flap? seat down, flap, F-L-A-P, flap? No, that's not it at all because I have looked at it. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been in this. Um, I was a landlord since 1964. Oh, so she I knows toilets. In the, yeah. In the, I've been in there. <laughs> All right, you've eliminated the flap as your problem. We don't know what the other possibilities could be. Well, not with without, toilets without at this point, yeah. most right. most of people just recommend that you replace the toilet as opposed to replace the parts in the toilet. That's what yeah. everyone keeps telling me. Every time I try to go get parts, they're like, you just might as well replace the toilet no. itself. Yeah. No. What? All right, Janet, Here's uh, you're in Johnston County. How long would it take you to get to Raleigh? 
Who is it? Well, we, who is it? We need which to section? You need to talk to Jeff Hastings or his people from Burke Brothers. From Burke Brothers, that's right. Because you imitate the sound to them. You go to they're near the fairgrounds. You imitate the sound, or you just describe the problem. Their plumbing expert probably would help you. And they're probably going to have the parts. Yeah. They, they've they they've got the parts. That's right. one thing I'll give them. Janet, I want to congratulate you. Yes, that question qualifies you for a $25 gift certificate to High Park Barn Grill, the no. the place for lunch and dinner. You, I'll tell you what, go to Burke Brothers and then come on back to uh, High Park uh, before you go to Joko. Uh, prime rib, fried chicken, $6 burger on Fridays, and a whole lot more indoor and outdoor seating available 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. We'll mail that certificate out to you. Thank you, Janet. Okay, one more little thing. Sure. Uh, no one talks about walk-in tubs. Walk-in. Ah. Mm. I, Tell I know, me about I know a lot about walk-in tubs. All right, Janet, we're going to say goodbye to you. <laughs> and have this fella. No, no, and have him talk about walk-in tubs. So what is a walk-in tub? Okay, so- now... How do I get the certificate? Oh, you you hold on. The fellow's going to talk to you about it. Okay, but I like the walk-in tub. You like the I walk-in like the tub bath. You want to participate in this conversation about the walk-in tub. <laughs> we'll, we're putting you on hold because we're we're short on time here. Okay. Michael Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Home Craft Windows. Walk-in tub. Yeah, so they come in different different shapes and sizes. A lot of different features. You can get uh, you can get jets in uh, specific places you need them. You can get water and air jets. You can yeah. get lighting in them. Uh, you know, all the crazy technology out there. You know, can be added to these tubs. But uh, you know, we actually have a specialist come out and do what we call a, a site assessment. Yeah. Um, they're going to basically assess the bathroom. You know, the pathway to the bathroom. Look at the needs of the person for the walk-in tub, and then yeah. actually partner them up with the proper tub. Is it the kind of thing where you have to get in there it is so and it, then fill it? It, it you do unfortunately there's a door you have to open uh you walk in yeah. you shut the door close the latch and then you you know sit down and cut the water on and um, then you're at the end of the bath you gotta let the water out first you, you can't just open the door you can't no yeah. we would we would highly not we would highly recommend against trying to do that <laughs> but uh the nice thing is on, on draining them, because everybody has a concern, <laughs> is that the tub drains in under 90 seconds. Oh, it does? It does. Wow. So I don't have to sit there for three minutes. Well, no. so that's nice. You don't. What, what about the framing under that versus a conventional tub with that type of weight? Do you have to? It's box aluminum framing uh, that's supporting the entire shell of okay. the tub that's in there. So uh, once you've got the shell, then it's sprayed with a uh, you know a rigid fiberglass, and then sprayed on top of that with a foam. So it's 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 not going anywhere. So it's nothing major so structural to have to. I suppose you could open the door before it's done draining. Yeah, but, sure. But then you'd have to call Craig, the floor guy, to fix <laughs> all exactly the, right. all and the and damaged you, floor. Well, you and mold remove, uh, and, and I'll, yeah. I'll fix up the <laughs> crawl mold, space. Yeah. No, right. we, no, we would just t- we tile the whole thing, pitch it down to the center of the bathroom, just a little bit, and put a big drain there. There you go. Grandma, grandma opened the door again. Yeah, make it a, make it a wet room. <laughs> it's the way it works. Um, Joel Worsham, Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Tell me that number again because we're going we're gonna to call you for a generator. 919-777-1777. Michael Schweitzer of Luxury Bath and Kitchens and Homecraft Windows. Your number? It's uh, 919-231-7181. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. You can reach us at triangleradiantbarrier.com or 919-840-8515.
Uh, uh, you went too fast. What is it? 840-8515. I didn't get to ask my question about toilets, which is about the higher toilets. And I'm not even going to have you comment on it. I just want everybody to know, spend the money, whatever you're doing. If you're getting older and your knees are going, an extra couple inches on that toilet means everything in the world. And that's my tip of the day on making your home great. See you next week.